you can see these large footprints embedded into the carpet, creeping along the wall ninja style. She raised her arms up over her head and started to come towards me. And she had her mouth open like she was screaming. I hear my sister on the top phone say, Ashley, you could see pieces of her hair being twirled in thin air. But now all of a sudden the green orb comes towards our truck and it shoots out over the mountains into outer space. It is gone. So that is my ghost story. Hi, and welcome to Haunted AF, the podcast of real ghost stories told by real people. We are your hosts. I'm Julie Fiss. And I'm Rebecca Black. So coming up in just a little bit, we've got some great updates from last week. So uh, first of all, we talked to Lindsay, and she had that UFO video. Yes. We have an update to that one. And then we also talked to Mark, who told us that he had this thing where he would walk through his house like early in the morning, Mm -hmm. like three o'clock in the morning, and hear a baby crying. Right. He sent us a video. Yes. So we all get to hear. So it's all coming up. Don't forget, guys, send your doll in the hall video. So we've gotten lots of, (laughs) here's my creepy doll pictures. Yeah, lots of people are just sending pictures of their creepy stuff. Yeah. Which is fine. It is because we love creepy stuff. And we actually have one right here. Weird ventriloquist dummy that she keeps in her love seat. This is Heather. Heather. Had him since she was eight. Yeah, his name is Mortimer Snurd. Mortimer Snurd. I love the name, but what's happening in this photo? Is it sexy time with the dummy? They're on the love seat. She's looking hot. Like She's looking like a snack with Mortimer. Anything can happen happen on the love seat there, Heather. Can you imagine if he came to life and touched her boob? (laughs) He turned around and bit her with that one tooth. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, obviously we love the creepy stuff, but we still have no videos and we have a little bit of incentive. Haunted AF has partnered with wickedcatclothing.com, which features lots of fun and creepy clothes on their website. And so what we're going to do is when you send in your doll in the hall challenge videos, we're going to choose a winner and that person's going to get two hundred dollars to spend on wickedcatclothing.com and they've got fun stuff they've got this one sweatshirt that says uh bloody mary bloody mary bloody mary that's the one i want and then they have like official ghost hunter and stuff so lots of cute stuff we are struggling to make our doll in the hall videos like i know you did something at work right yes and i'm trying to track down the video camera footage from the hallway because of course i did it when i didn't have a phone with me oh it was an impromptu spur of the moment uh my co-host on miles in the morning jeff miles he's walking around to go to the restroom and I was just coming out of the restroom I happen to see that he's not paying attention he's looking down and I hid behind the corner so he comes around and I go and he goes oh shit (laughs) like I mean he jumped like three four feet in the air and I said so I'm trying to track down the footage from our security cameras oh that would be brilliant I know even if it doesn't have audio I'm fine with it because he jumped hard I had you remember Lester Lester made an appearance on the Kelly Clarkson show last year when oh, we when we did yes. our appearance and we had to do it like Rebecca was at her house I was at my house and Lester was on the scene next to me so I pulled Lester out yeah. I was gonna use him to scare my girls okay but then I kept forgetting so he's been sitting in the garage so the other morning I went to get him because I'm like I'm gonna do it uh-huh. and I couldn't find him and then I asked my husband Say what no <laughs> I'm like please tell me you moved Lester because I can't find him and he was like well yeah because I would walk out to go to work every morning and I'd see him and he would scare me <laughs> Yes. Yes. And I'm like, damn it, why don't I have video of that? No kidding. So anyhow, don't forget, if you binge the whole podcast and you want more, we do have loads of exclusive content on our Patreon page. Just go to patreon.com backslash 
Legend AF, and we've got lots of new uh, patrons Yay. this week. We've got Lana Jewiski, Mackenzie Thrym, Jessica Noche, Ashley Blackman, Nick Cummings, Aja Joyner, and TJ Davis. Also, don't forget, we have the Movie Minute. That's on my film podcast, juliesesso.com. We have a new one this week. What are you reviewing? Queen Pins. Right, and I have a review of Malignant, and we also have a review of The Eyes of Tammy Faye. So you can find that at juliesesso.com or just the Movie Minute wherever you listen to podcasts. Okay, you ready to jump into some stories? Yes, ma'am. Let's do it. All righty. What's going on, Julie and Rebecca? I've got another paranormal 911 story for you. If you recall... I'm the one who sent you the story of the 911 call involving the clown man. It was super freaky. This story actually comes from a friend of mine who was a retired police officer. Was an officer in the same town for 30 years. Everybody knew him. Good guy. He was what an officer should be in a world where that's not always the case. I'm going to try to keep this pretty confidential. So we're going to call him Bob. That's not his real name. So on this particular night... We got a residential alarm call. Bob went ahead and went in route just to help back up the guy that was responding. He was the only guy in that area. They get on scene, and it's kind of odd because normally when we get these residential alarm calls, the house is empty. There's nobody home. Well, when they get there, this little old lady is sitting on the porch, just sitting out there in her nightgown. So they get out, and they say, ma'am, are you aware that your alarm system's going off? And she says, yeah, I heard it, but I didn't see it. Which is kind of an odd thing to say. Bob says he didn't really register what she said until after this incident. So they offer, well, let let us go inside. We'll look through the house, make sure everything's secure, you know. And she said, yeah, you can look, but you're not going to find anything either. So they go through the house. That's on They look end. around. They don't see anybody. All of the doors and windows appear secure. Nothing seems out of place. And as Bob is leaving, he kind of glances into the living room. And there's a coffee table in the middle of the living room. And he remembers this coffee table because you know how old ladies will have like figurines and knickknacks and like that little bowl of hard candies that (laughs) nobody ever buys, but grandmas always seem to have. So it's sitting in the living room. Everything seems cool. So he comes outside and they're talking to her and say, hey, you know, everything appears secure. You know, we think you're all right. And she goes, yeah, I knew y'all wasn't going to find nothing. At that moment, Bob hears something in the house. And he said it kind of startled him because they had gone through the house, there's nobody else here, and he didn't see any evidence of any dogs or cats or anything. But he definitely hears movement in the house. And he goes to step back into the front door, and he freezes. He's standing at the front door, he's looking directly at the stairs, and on the landing is that coffee table. It had moved from the living room to the landing. Not only had it moved, all of the figurines, the bowl of candy, everything was perfectly in place. It was as though the table had teleported up to the landing, but it had happened so fast. So Bob stepped outside, looked at the old lady and said, well, everything seems okay here. You have a good night, man. And drove back to the other side of town. Thanks for listening to my story. And as always, you can call me Nighthawk. Nighthawk. Oh my gosh. First of all, Bob, what a dick cop. Gonna leave this old lady with a ghost. What's he supposed to do? I don't know. Help her. There was nobody there. Cops don't carry sage. And for the record, my grandma, that stupid bowl of candy. Oh, yeah. She kept Reese's, the little mini Reese's cups. Yeah. Because my granny ruled. Okay, those were good ones. Those were the good ones. And yeah, uh, we need to find the episode that TJ told that story yes. about that. Because that was terrifying. Oh, my God. Woo. That was so, oh, <laughs> the good one. <laughs> 
Okay, so our next story comes from Athena. I love your podcast. You guys are so funny and easy to listen to. Okay. Around 1992, I was renting half a duplex on the 13th Street in Fort Lauderdale. It was very cool looking, even had the turrets like a castle and a turning wood staircase that was very pretty. I never saw anything, just felt it, but it was obvious my pets could see it. My cats and my German Shepherd would sit at the base of the staircase and just stare up at the light fixtures hanging over it. (laughs) Very creepy, just sitting there. Side by side, staring (laughs) up. (laughs) One day, I was home alone and in the shower. I was washing my face and felt someone touch the back of my neck where it meets my shoulder. Mm -mm, Don't touch me. No, this is why I don't close my eyes in the shower. I I have a a real fear. (laughs) You can have your eyes are just like bright red from all the soap. You're like, it's not getting me. Uh, I panicked, rinsed my face, and looked around the shower curtain, but there was just the cat and the dog staring back at me. I called out the see if there was anyone there but no one was the next event is harder to explain my husband and I were decorating our Christmas tree and I used the staircase to reach higher up on the tree I distinctly remember the air in our home that night because it felt oppressive you know that saying that you could cut the tension with a knife it felt like that we weren't fighting or anything it was just this invisible elephant in the room then boom literally an explosion with no light, no flame, just like an air bomb went off. It almost blew me down the stairs, but I grabbed the handrail for dear life. I have very long hair and the force of the blast blew my hair straight out in front of my face. Oh, that's terrifying. Mm -hmm. My husband saw and heard the blast too, so we called the fire department. It was so strange. If it were an actual explosion, wouldn't the tree have caught fire or been knocked down or something? Athena. The fire department didn't find anything. So I've reached back out to her and she sent us the realtor com link to look at this place. Really? Yeah, it's pretty amazing. So go to hauntedaf.com and look for, which episode is this? Is this episode seven, seven already? yeah. Episode seven, season six. And we'll post a link to that so you can go take a look at this place. Okay, I have sort of an opposite incident like this that happened at my house. Okay. It was like, I'm sitting on the couch watching TV one night. It is not stormy and it is like a full on lightning strike that happens on our back porch. It kills all the power on half the house. And then I start smelling burnt wire. So I call the fire department to have them come and check. And they go and look, and there's no char, no burn, no nothing. And they couldn't explain what it was. You had a St. Elmo's fire. Ew, Just kidding. I don't know yeah. what that. I don't know what, what that is. What is St. Elmo's fire? I don't know. That's when Rob Lowe from 1984 shows up at your house and just I makes accept that. sweet love to That's you. That's fine. <laughs> okay, so this next story comes from Chris. Hi, ladies. My name is Chris. First of all, I just want to compliment you on your podcast. I'm a big horror genre fan. And I listen to a lot of horror podcasts. And most of them are, you know, long and serious and and scary. Uh, But yours stands out for being very lighthearted and fun. I really appreciate that. So keep up the good work. I live in Stowe, Massachusetts, which is a rural wooded town about an hour west of Boston. And I'm an amateur musician. So one night I was at band practice at my buddy's house. He lives at the end of a fairly short road uh, in deep woods. It's it's deep woods all around and no... um, no street lights, so it's very dark and very spooky. And it was about midnight when we finished practice, so I got in my car and I started driving along the short road to get to the main road. And up ahead, I noticed on the right side of the road um, a woman dressed in all white, white robe with a hood up over her head, and she's walking away from me, uh, going in the same direction that I am. Immediately, I felt a twinge of terror, but then that transitioned into amusement because, you know, this was a, a cliche, the you know, woman in white on the side of the road in the woods. So I, I kind of laughed about it. I kept going, and then I noticed 
as I got a little closer that there was some sort of glow like around her face. And I'm looking at her from behind, but I see this bluish glow from the edges of the hood, actually. Again, I felt terrified for a second, but then I quickly rationalized it in my brain and thought to myself, she's probably looking at a cell phone and, you know, maybe her dog needed a walk or something. So she put a robe on, went outside, got her cell phone and took the dog for a walk. Uh, But then I got to the end of the road where the stop sign is and where she was right by my passenger side window. And she suddenly twisted around to face me and she put her hands up in the air, palms towards me with sort of a clawing gesture with both hands. And she made a really bizarre facial expression with her eyes exaggeratedly wide and her mouth in a really wide closed mouth grin. And it was really scary and bizarre. The other thing that I noticed when she did that was that her face still had that bluish glow to it. So this was no longer amusing. Uh, And uh, I got terrified and I put the pedal to the metal and I went right through that stop sign without looking and I sped away as fast as I could. For one thing, I could see that she didn't have a cell phone in her hands Mm. or a dog leash or anything else. Maybe there's a rational explanation, but it certainly felt like a supernatural encounter. So anyway, thanks for listening. Bye. Thank you, Chris. For those of you who are not watching on YouTube, (laughs) Rebecca and I were doing our best to try to uh, impersonate (laughs) this face that he's describing. Uh, Chris also said that a few nights later, whenever he went to band practice, he filmed going down that street because he was hoping that he would see see her her again. again. Yeah, but he sent me the video and he's right. It's super creepy. Uh, So yeah, we'll share that. But the funny part is he's driving, but he's listening to this jaunty jazz (laughs) piano music. Like, doo, doo, doo. Yeah, it's like, do do not scary at all. Bop, 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 bop. But then he said a few nights later, he was driving through there and saw a white cat walking down the street. Ooh, like, what if it had been like her? She's a witch, clearly. Yeah, she's gotta a witch. be. It's gotta be. Uh, you know what it made me think of, though? Remember that time when you had to go walk the dog in the middle <gasps> of the night? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yes. And I thought the car was turning around to come and kidnap me. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I forgot about that. That was terrifying. Yes. Yeah, it was like 4 a.m. in the morning, and this car that it. Why would anybody be driving? driving down my cul-de-sac at 4 a.m. in the morning before it made like this sharp turn into my neighborhood and I started running with my dogs like away and back to my house and the way my house is set up it's got these like walls that you can hide behind Mm -hmm. so I'm with the two dogs I'm hiding behind this wall and this car I swear to you was trolling trying to find me it like slows down maybe they thought you were a ghost they thought you were a lady in white maybe they weren't trying to kill you I feel like they were they were totally I was about to get taken girl yeah but we can always just assume hey they thought you were the lady in white walking down the street you know what in a weird way i hope that they're telling their friends that version of the story yeah okay so this next story comes from stacy hey ladies okay so this is happening in real time and i need to talk to someone about it oh no stacy my sister bought a house a few months ago she lives on one side with her two kids and i live on the other i'll preface all of this by saying i'm deathly afraid of seeing a ghost I'm obsessed with all things paranormal, but I do not want to see a ghost. (laughs) Well, you have come to the wrong place. (laughs) Anyway, when we moved in, it felt like my side was fine. No ghosts or weird feelings, although the original owner passed away on my side many years ago. If she's here, she's leaving me alone, which I'm thankful for. But when my sister's boyfriend was painting her side, he found upside down crosses drawn on the walls of the bedroom closet. Never gets sign never a good sign lord (laughs) she also found a little jar of black rice with some other stuff in the basement and they just 
threw it away. Hmm. Do you think the little jar of black rice, is that some sort of, like I don't know, thing? voodoo or witchcraft? I, I mean, there's no telling. I'm literally just throwing out some ideas here. I wish they had taken a picture of it so we could see it. That yeah, would same. help. Uh, so we've been here a few months now, and just last week, she woke up, I'm guessing her sister, in the middle of the night and found a little ghost boy in her room staring at her. Get that black mm. rice out. No kidding. Throw it at him. <laughs> That's what that it's was. for. Yes, just to throw it at ghosts. Uh, she said he was wearing a zip-up hoodie and was glowing white. Oof. She blinked and he was gone. The next day, I was alone in the house and out of nowhere, all my smoke detectors start going off. No fire, but it still scared the absolute crap out of me. I yelled at the ghost boy and told him not to f*** with me. <laughs> <laughs> That'll tell him. So yesterday, I was home and my 15-year-old niece was alone on the other side of the house. She texted me saying someone was in our backyard. I looked out the window and I couldn't see anyone, but I could hear voices. By now, my niece was in a full-on panic and came over to my side of the house. She said it was three people, two men and a woman, and they were really old. They were wearing all fancy black clothes and carrying large black umbrellas. Mm-mm. That's ominous. Yeah. For some reason, I asked if they had hats on, and she said, yes, they all had hats on, like the one Abraham Lincoln would wear. But it just gets weirder. Yeah, it does. I asked if they were trying to get through the brush because beyond the fence in our backyard is completely overgrown. I cannot stress this enough. There is no way elderly people could be casually walking around back there. I can't even walk back there, and no one wearing fancy clothes would ever be back there anyway. And with umbrellas? Yeah, seriously. So, <laughs> like, so many questions. So many questions. Uh, so she says, so here's the thing. I'm freaked the fuck out because seeing a full-bodied apparition is extremely rare, but seeing two, well, technically four within days is crazy. Right. Like, do we have a portal or something? Ooh, good question. Also, my sister's 10-year-old son said his bedroom door keeps opening and closing all night long. Mm. What do you guys think? Thanks so much, Stacy. Wow. That's so, a lot to take in. It is. So we're going to try to get Stacy on the podcast soon. Of course, you know, our original is always like, well, you got to sage the house. Well, you got to yeah. smudge the hell out of mm-hmm. that thing. And not just one side, like all, all sides. And, Inside, um, outside, everywhere you can. Get some black tourmaline for that bedroom or the, the closet door that keeps for opening sure. and closing. I wonder if that's the one that had the upside down crosses. crosses. I don't know. <gasps> I bet it was. Sage and black tourmaline, I think they're both really cheap that you can find on Amazon. But Stacy says they reached out to a home cleanser. Okay. And that they were charging four hundred dollars oh so i was like it might be worth it just to do it on your own first just to see See if that works Uh, then maybe call in the specialist right she was thinking about contacting a paranormal group she says she reached out to the ghost adventures guys oh my gosh that's awesome yeah but i'm like i think they're busy (laughs) like Uh, it might be they got a few shows to yeah so um couple of quick updates first of all the haunted af online store rebecca's wearing one of our new t-shirts look how how cute cute is it i love it um also somebody Actually, remember the shirt that I wore last week? Yes. The If I Die First shirt. And we right. were like, order up because it's super small. Somebody ordered a double XL shirt. Okay. If that is you, you have to send us a picture Please. of you in that shirt. I also just had to share this email that just came in from Matt this morning. Mm-hmm. And he's sharing a ghost story. But then right after he sent his ghost story, Matt writes back and he says, also, I'm a metalhead. So Rebecca's death metal dead oh head God. of the week theme song is fucking epic. <laughs> 
And then he's got like the, what is it? The yeah, double I horns. Love it. Then he writes again. So this is three emails <laughs> in a matter of like three hours. Oh my goodness. Also, I'm pro Rebecca, LOL, go team Rebecca, hashtag Aww. hot AF. Hey, <laughs> also, we got a comment on YouTube that was, love watching you guys, love watching Rebecca be adorable. So um, I'm all for the Rebecca love because you are adorable. Oh, you're that sweet. said, there will not be teams, okay? No, no we get, no go United team right Rebecca. Here. <laughs> There's no go team. It's go team haunted AF is what it is. Right. That brings like flashbacks to elementary school when I would be the last one picked for dodgeball or whatever. Aww. Yeah. So no teams. Another update on Lindsay's video. It's a UFO for Oh, uh, yeah. So literally that afternoon, like right after we taped and we interviewed Lindsay, she sends me a link. She's like, oh my God, I did some research and I found another video. Yes. Yes. This guy recorded himself and it's the exact same thing driving down the street and it is the same day, same date. And you see this thing floating out there. Mm -hmm. So he sold it to some news site. So I cannot play it back for you here, but we will share the link so you can go and watch it. And I highly encourage you to because it's so funny. Lindsay's, she's like, it's a UFO. This guy's losing. Losing his shit. <laughs> He's like, they're here. They're coming to get us. They're over the city. We're all gonna die. The end is f***ing nigh. I mean, it is really great. So yes, definitely awesome. go and watch that. We also have an update, finally, on Mark's crying baby. Oh, of course, man. Mark sent us a story mm-hmm. about this weird crying baby that he is hearing in his house in the middle of the night. So Mark sent us this audio. And here, let me just, let me play it for everybody. Okay, ladies, it's about 3 a.m., I usually sit out here so I don't have to hear the baby cry anymore. I hadn't heard it before I came out here, so I guess we'll see if we hear it. It's very faint. No, it isn't. (laughs) It's like clear as a bell. (laughs) That's definitely a baby. Yeah, there it is. Can you hear it? Yes. Like it doesn't quit. That's an upset baby. No kidding. My milk's coming in. I was gonna I say. Can't I'm sorry. Okay. So, so Mark sent us this amazing audio. You told us the story last week. Welcome to Haunted AF, Mark. Thank you. I'm so glad to be able to talk to you too. Okay. So, has there been any other activity in the house besides this baby? Well, as some of my followers will tell you. Usually during my lives, because I do them about 9 or 10 o'clock at night, Eastern Standard Time, I have a prankster who likes to shut off my ring light during my lives and will also turn up the volume on my music that I have playing in the background. Mm-hmm. I've had the ring light knocked over with the camera. We've had the cover light over in our kitchen out of nowhere drop to the floor and shatter. While we were cooking, we'd set the lid on the side of the stove, and it would go flying towards the door. Really? So we uh, talked to my friend who's a clairvoyant and had him come stay for a week. And after he walked through the house and we staged the house, things have pretty much quieted down. Mm -hmm. But that baby... It's relentless. Okay, I feel like we should clarify. You do not have an actual baby, correct? (laughs) No, me and my husband, no. We have four fur babies, that's it. No children in the house. But it sounds like you do have pretty consistent, regular activity. Yes. Does it only happen at night, or does it sometimes happen during the day? At night. We have not had anything done during the daylight. So what did your clairvoyant friend say? 
He said that we have about six entities in our house. Oh, crap. It's <laughs> crowded. Yeah. No kidding. There's not enough room for everybody. Yeah. Go home. <laughs> he said that they just wanted to be acknowledged, my little prankster. We call him Justin, and we just say, hey, Justin, we know you're here, and then things quiet down. So basically, they just want their presence known. Mm-hmm. Nothing malicious has happened in my house. Yes. Oh, gosh. I hope Knock nothing on wood. does. I'm kidding. Well, the baby crying, I have multiple theories, if you okay. want to know my thoughts on this. Um, Absolutely. Okay, so my first theory, I've done my time with crying babies, and I know they do tend to wake up around the same times at night and start crying. So is it possible that there's someone in your neighborhood mm-hmm. or nearby who has a new baby that just for some reason is coming through very clearly in that one part of your house? That was my very first thought. I went outside and could not hear a thing. And the lady that lives right next door to me is 86. Could it be your inner child <laughs> crying out oh, for no. something? <laughs> <laughs> Julie just looked at me like I'm the stupidest human on earth. And I'm like, I bring up these things because you know somebody dumb is thinking the same thing. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and then I have an, an extreme theory. You might not want to hear this one. Okay. Has, has anybody seen the movie Room with Brie Larson? Oh, my God. Are you kidding me right now? What if some creepy bastard has a hole in the ground with some poor woman trapped in there and now she's had a baby? Because that's the weird shit that my brain goes to. Maybe your friend is right and you're just, you know, really haunted. (laughs) I'm suspect of mediums because even the best medium is going to have off days. Uh, We always, especially in the paranormal world, the second a medium speaks up, we're like, oh, okay, Mm -hmm. that's the truth. And I'm not saying that they're not trying their hardest and telling what's truly coming to them. It's just, I have a hard time taking that as fact. So um, the other theory that I have that I think is might be the closest to the truth, and the reason Rebecca and I both did a little bit of research on this, and if you just Google baby crying sound effects, the first two that come up sound exactly like what's going on oh, in I know. House. The cry in your audio is very clear, which it doesn't sound like as much like a muffled baby crying. It sounds like a baby crying into a microphone, mm-hmm. which is why it sounded like a sound effect to me. I think your husband's f***ing with you. I was about to say <laughs> Is it possible there's a prank being played? He threw the phone when I showed him the video. He threw the phone. Okay, so he's having... Oh, hell no. We are moving. (laughs) Well, then I think it's time to call the authorities and just dig up everything around your house, see if we can find that baby. (laughs) I know, right? (laughs) Oh, wait, Mark, you need to stay on the phone for this. So somebody sent us a message after we brought up your story last week. Jesse says, holy crap, I just had to tell you guys I was listening to the most recent episode and you were talking about the dad whose daughter's night terror basically attacked him. So this was before we had even started talking about the crying baby. Well, out of nowhere in my headphones, I suddenly hear a baby crying Mm. over the podcast. I thought maybe a cry was added on your end, I guess, like like for a fact. in there for sound effects. But then y'all didn't address it. So I was scared shitless whilst cooking dinner. As it turns out, my phone was malfunctioning (laughs) and playing the sounds of my baby monitor. Oh my God. It was was my son crying. Like the the wires were getting crossed or whatever and the baby monitor was coming through. Oh, that's scary. Jamie says, regardless, scared the crap out of me. Thought you guys would appreciate it. Absolutely.
Exactly. Thank you, Jamie. And thank you, Mark. Thanks for taking the time to talk to us. Let us know if you find that baby, okay? Oh, absolutely, I will. All right, guys. Remember, send us all your scary stuff. Hauntedafpodcast at gmail.com. Again, hauntedafpodcast at gmail.com. We want it written, recorded, video, audio, whatever you got. Please send it to us. Hauntedafpodcast at gmail.com. Oh, don't forget, Doll in the Hall Challenge. We got a sponsor. Yay! Yay. (laughs) And you could, this is incentive here, you could win $200 to spend at wickedcatclothing.com. So coming up next week, we're going to share a story that came in called the stinking haunted bathroom, which is not what it sounds like. (laughs) Okay. Believe it or not. Interesting. Also, we got a story from this woman. She used to play in a rock band here in Dallas at this one bar that is now closed. And she had an experience, but then she found out that lots of people had had experience at this same bar and they even had a photo of the (gasps) ghost so we're going to share that story and see if we can find more people who had an experience at this place so that's all coming up on the next haunted af and don't forget to subscribe to haunted af on apple Podcasts, spotify stitcher wherever you listen to podcasts please follow us on facebook twitter instagram youtube and of course tiktok you can even contact us directly through our website hauntedaf.com gotta say thanks to andrew mamalika and travis vance for the haunted af theme song and to On Air Media for titles and technical support. Also, big thanks to all of the Haunted AF Patreon supporters. Most of all, we have to thank you for listening and for sharing your stories with us. By the way, Julie, if I die first, I'm coming back to haunt you. Oh, I'll come back to haunt you too, Rebecca.